Hey guys, welcome to the second episode of Cat Corded. Period. Anyways, um, so today I wanted to talk, speak on, shed light on two topics. And today those topics will be skin color and fitting the narrative. So we all know growing up in the black community, you get bullies for dumb shit. Like, literally. If you too, like... I won't even say too smart. Because you can never be too smart. But, you know, if you are intelligent or you know what you're talking about. And others just don't like that. They going to bully you. They're going to try to say that you whitewashed. And you want to be white so bad. But, hold on. Let's just nip this in a bud. Being smart don't make you white. Who? When did you ever have to be white to be smart? But you can't blame them because when you grow up and all you see on TV is smart white kids or famous white kids or um, Hannah Montana's and Selena Gomez's, you know, we didn't see enough uh, Moesha's and Raven Baxter's. So it was like, you know, um, you just can't really put the blame on them for, you know, their mind just being so blocked like that because they don't really have any information. They're not informed. So, you know, I never try to really, like, bash ignorant people because, you know, ignorance just means, you know, you're just, like, you're misinformed. You don't know. So I try to help out as much as I can because, you know, I've always been a kid where people even told me that I was either... It was always, it was never, you know, in between. It was always... I was either too white or I was too black because you know I was into things I was into SGA I was into clubs I was homecoming president I was vice president I was things like that you know I was into things at school and you know other kids seen it as in like oh you think you're too good or she too white and I had people like hate and all that but you know that shit that stuff never stopped me I just kept going because at the end of the day you might think I'm too white but I know I'm just right I like I, I like who I am so and that shit I mean I don't mean I'm not trying to curse too much but you know that stuff never really phased me but I, I can see how it phases others because like you can't be yourself around your people and, you know, try to inform them on things and help them out with the, without them trying to say that you're trying to be white or that you, you're you whitewashed or you you just too too this and that for them. you too bougie for them. And it's just like, I just, I just never liked that. But um, another thing I wanted to cover was the skin color and, like, the height thing. In the black community, I feel as though when you are a taller woman or may have darker skin... They see you less of a female. Like, height and skin complexion does not equal to masculinity. Like, you don't get taken as serious as a shorter woman or or a lighter woman would. And I don't like that at all because at the end of the day, we all are women. We all have the same thing between our legs. So, no, like, you know, your skin color and your height should not justify that. And I and I see that with a lot of people these days. Like I've been seeing like that growing up. You know, boys will always say shit about my height, or just always be like, I just could tell how they see me differently than other girls, or they be like, just just make like jokes about it. But I mean, it got to me at times. But I just knew that I was beautiful, and I know that my height is beautiful, and I never tripped about it because I had a confident household. I have beautiful sisters, beautiful black sisters, and we all were tall. 
And my mother, she always made me, she always, you know, reminded me that tall is beautiful and my skin is beautiful. So I didn't really get to let it get to me. But I know there's girls out there that do let it get to them and they do let, you know, their, um, their height or their skin color be their whole identity. And, you know, you can't let people get you to that point. Like, there's so much more to you and, you know, we just need more upliftment in our community because it shouldn't just, you know, we shouldn't just have to just get into 2020 where... We're having our first this or our first that, like our first black so-and-so. Like, that shit should be the norm. Like, we shouldn't even have to have first anything. It should just be our this, our that, our president. Like, it should never be our first black president or um, our first black VMAs host or some shit like that. Like, I don't really like that. Or our first woman this, our first black woman that. Like, it's really 2020. And it's just certain stuff that you can't blame because, you know, our country was was brought up on racism, um, capitalism. Like that stuff is not anything new to that because you you know when you grow up and you see everything is just white, you start to think like, well, like damn, like, am I welcome? Like, <laughs> where's the stuff for me? But <laughs> you know, I'm just happy that it's better late than never, and that we're finally you know shedding light on these things, and that I can try to do what I can do to shed light on things because, you know, that's all we can really do is shed light and enforce as much as we can because it's like, it's just, it's just, it's about time because who want to keep going through not feeling comfortable or, you know, trying to make others feel comfortable because, you know, like as a black woman, do you ever feel like you had to adjust your personality or just adjust who you are to fit others' narrative? Like, like when you go to... I'm going to speak on from my experience. Me going to a predominantly white school at one point, it's harder being a black girl trying to fit in than being a black boy. Because I don't even want to, you know, compare the two because we go through the same, most of the same struggles. But there are certain things that black boys get more, more accepted with than black women do. And one, black boys, if they're athletic those white schools are going to want them. That's their ticket on. Put them on the map. They praise. And, you know, we, we ain't going to sugarcoat nothing. We know all the little white girls we, and the white boys, they all be praising the black athletes of the school. Those are the kings. They worship them. That's it. That's that. But when you a black girl, you being yourself, you can look that like you a fucking animal at the zoo like what the like you can't even be yourself in a class or you can't even stand up and say something without them you complaining every five minutes or you feel this type of way but you know i've never been the type to um adjust my personality for anyone so it's either i'm gonna be myself or i'm just not gonna talk and you just gonna see my expression you gonna see all that that's one thing about us black girls we gonna show them expressions and we gonna show you gonna feel this drift like you gonna feel how we feel whether you like it or not and that's one thing i love about us we are strong and we're going to speak on it and i've never never tried to not be myself i had i had tons of white friends tons of hispanic friends middle eastern friends black friends and i've never tried to adjust my personality for them they're gonna you know if you're my friend you're gonna take me as i am and I'm going to take you as you are. I love to have diverse friends, you know. Put me on to things that I don't know about. I put you on to things. But one thing I don't tolerate is, like, well, one thing I don't tolerate really is when, well, now I don't tolerate it. But it took me years to adjust to it. But, you know, when you're younger, you don't really see the racist comments that your friends may 
say growing up because you know you know you're not really informed on things like that and you you get taught or you see in your surroundings that like everything black is like bad or like what black people do we're animals or we're just extra and we don't know how to behave you know you just see that type stuff so when people speak on it you didn't really think too much of it but when you get older and you start to really see things how it is we are not like that at all that's what they make us out to be so they can have, you know, so they don't feel guilt. So they don't feel certain type of ways for the things that they do. So they try to, you know, they just gaslight the whole situation. But it really don't be that. And, you know, as as I got older, I start to realize, like, race, race, racist remarks and smart remarks from my other friends. And I would just have to check it. But, you know, like, it would just be like, wow, I was blinded to it this whole time because I was so young. And, you know, at the age of, at the age of 17, now that I am... And I'm really sad and I'm happy that I caught it now so I could check that because, you know, it's nothing. It's not really anything to, you know, fall out with it, because if I feel as though that you understand where I'm coming from and you get where I'm coming from and we could, you know, we could resolve it and we could just make sure it don't happen again, then that's good. But all my friends that just don't see the wrong and what they say or what they do. Well, we're going to nip it in the bud right there. This friendship can be over. I love you from a distance. Goodbye. But, um. <laughs> That's just was the two things that I really wanted to shed light on today because I've been thinking about it a lot. And we getting up there to 10 minutes, guys. You know, the more I do these episodes, the longer they are going to get. And I'm just happy that you guys are tuning in. And if nobody caught it, Kai caught it, period.